This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I'm your greeter and your hostess this morning. Who has joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I'm your greeter and your hostess this morning. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Would like anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Has anyone joined the call? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am well. Thank you for asking. Well, thank you for asking as well. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You also. Thank you. Good morning to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. 
This is Rochelle, your hostess this morning. Has anyone joined the call would like to say good morning? Good morning, Eva. Good morning, Yvonne. How are you this morning? Okay. Good. God bless you. God bless you also. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Would like anyone like to say good morning, Mona. How are you? This is Apostle Pierre. I'm doing great. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Apostle Pierre. Good morning. Good morning. No, good morning. (laughs) Good morning. How are you, Tara? Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I'm your greeter and your host this morning. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Angela. Good morning, Angela. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am blessed. I am blessed. Wonderful. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Happy Thursday. Good morning, Rochelle. This is Lisa. Good morning, family. Good morning, Lisa. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I'm your greeter and your host this morning. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. This is Declare Victory. Would anyone like to say good morning? Who else has joined the call? Good morning. This is Trevina, the finisher. How are you? I am well. How are you, Ms. Trevina? Doing well. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. I have the prayer request from the app. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call?
Good morning. This is Declare Victory. Would anyone like to say good morning? Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I am your hostess this morning. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Nourishing Nikisha. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Nikisha. Welcome to Declare Victory. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Brother Chris. Good morning, Brother Chris. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too, as well. Please keep me and my family in prayer. I appreciate it. All right, Brother Chris. What's your last name? What's that? What's your last name? Wiley, W-I-L-E-Y. All right, we got you. Okay. Um, Before we move forward, we ask that you all um, mute your call so we can proceed to the next segment of the call. Hello, my name is Rochelle, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in May for the monthly theme entitled Expansion. You do not want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. You will definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. The first one is ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out, a woman, a women's call with Lisa Porter. They, we will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It is impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And the book um, is by Peter Scazzaro. This call meets from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time right here by dialing the same number tonight at 6 o'clock. You will definitely be blessed. We encourage you to to partner with Declare Victory in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org, paypal.me, forward slash declare victory or cash app I declare victory. Again, those um declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward slash declare victory or the cash app dollar sign I declare victory. We we play we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. There's one prayer request by app, and it's from Sister Tarina, and we're praying for her family and the safe return of her sister. There's two spoken prayer requests, 
Uh, one is for the Scott family. Uh, they lost William Scott, and we want would like to pray for their family, and also Brother Chris Wiley and his family. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Angela. The declaration will be brought to you by Apostle Pierre. Again, the prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Angela, and the declaration will be brought to you by Apostle Pierre. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by our declarer, Apostle Pierre. The scripture today is Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, and it reads, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive in the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtil, sorry, to give subtly to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you place your phones on mute until asked to come off. And I now pass the call to our prayer warrior, Angela. God bless you, family. Good morning. Good Thursday morning. I am your sister, Angela, and we will be going together this morning in corporate prayer. Thank you so much. Um, to Rochelle for that beautiful greeting on this morning. So let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We worship you on this morning. Father, we come before you, O oh God, humbling ourselves before you, seeking your face, God. Hallelujah. God, we're asking, God, that we come before you and that you cleanse us, Father, and forgive us of our sins, God. Forgive us of the sins that we've committed knowingly and unknowingly. God, can forgive us of all iniquity, things that are not like you in every way that is not like you, God. We dare not come before you unclean, Father. Oh, God, Father, we lift up your name, Jesus, giving you all the praise, giving you all the glory, giving you all the worship, Jesus, asking you to look upon us on this morning, God. Hallelujah. And hear our cry on this morning, God. Hear our hearts on this morning, God. God, you are merciful, hallelujah. God, you are gracious and long-suffering, God. You abound in goodness, God. Forgiving iniquity, God. Oh, God, and you forgive and you keep, you keep mercy for thousands and thousands and thousands, oh God. Father, you are good, Father. You forgive us of our transgressions. You forgive us, Father, of ways that are not like you, God. Father, you are holy and righteous, oh God. We lift you up on this morning, God. You blot out our sins, oh God. Oh God, you cast once we forgive, you cast it into the sea of forgetfulness, God. Who wouldn't serve a wonderful God like you, Father? We give you praise and honor and glory, God. On this morning, God, you are the very breath we breathe, God. Everything about us is you, God. We walk, oh God, it's you. When we think, God, it's you. When we move with our hands, God, it's you. 
when we do what it is we do, God, it is you. We are not separate from you, God, but you are within us, God. And we give you praise and honor and glory. And there is no one other to be praised like your name, God. There's no other to give glory and honor to, oh God. Father, we bless you on this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for waking us up this morning, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that we woke up, Father, with a mind to serve you, a mind to praise you, a mind to worship you, a mind to seek you, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God, we bless you, Jesus. We worship you, Father. Hallelujah on this morning, God. We just wanna give you praise, God, and tell you thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for yet another day, God, because we are grateful, God. We have no complaints, God. We have no complaints, God. We will not murmur and complain about anything, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. We are grateful, God. Grateful unto you, God. Grateful, Jesus. Grateful that we have clean water to drink, God. Grateful, Jesus, that we have air to breathe, God. Fresh air to breathe. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus, that we have clothes. We are clothed in our right mind. Thank you, Jesus. Some of us may be in some very dire situations right now, God. But we're still grateful, God. We're grateful that we have a mind to come to you, God. We know all things will work together, and they already have worked together, God. We will not complain. We will lift up your name. We will glorify your name. We will give you the praise, the glory, the honor that's due unto you, God. Hallelujah to your name. We glorify your name on this morning, God. Thank you, Jesus. Give you glory, Jesus. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, that today we have renewed our minds on this morning, God. Today we have the mind of Christ, hallelujah. Father, we are called in Christ, hallelujah. We have liberty in Christ, hallelujah. We are heirs of God through Christ Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, God, we triumphant in Christ, hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Jesus. We have eternal life through Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your holy name, Jesus. Father, we are new creatures in Christ, in the name of Jesus. We have obtained an inheritance in Christ. Hallelujah. So God, we declare on this morning, we declare, Father, that our seed is blessed on this morning, that our fields are blessed on this morning. We declare that the enemy has no access to our life on this morning. We declare, Father, our harvest is blessed on this morning. We declare, God, that our businesses are blessed on this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we declare that we shall walk in integrity on this morning, God. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Hallelujah. You said in your word that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we sit in heavenly places in Christ. Father, we know that your face shines upon us, oh God. Father, we thank you and we praise you, God. We walk in your light, hallelujah. We walk in your countenance on this morning, oh God. 
Father, we thank you and we declare on today that our path is shining bright. Hallelujah. Oh God, we thank you on today and we praise you on today. We declare victory in every aspect of our lives. We declare victory in our homes, God, in the name of Jesus. We declare victory in our bodies, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We break and rebuke, oh God. We cast out any spirit, Jesus, of plague, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, Father, every person, every family member that is dealing right now with COVID, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, hallelujah, we apply the blood in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood and we are only believing for healing, hallelujah. We thank you for those that are in ICU, those that may be incubated right now, God. We thank you for them rising up and giving you glory. We thank you for the testimonies of healing, God. We thank you for the testimonies of healing, God. Oh, God, we thank you for the stories that they will have to tell. Hallelujah. We will glorify your name. Hallelujah. America will glorify you once again. Hallelujah. Oh, God, hallelujah, we will glorify your name once again today, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you glory on this morning, God. Every person on this line that may be dealing with any type of physical ailment, oh, God. Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you said healing is the children's bread. Hallelujah. Healing is the children's bread and that you send your word and they were healed, God. We may not be able to touch each other. We send healing now in the name of Jesus. We send healing in the name of Jesus from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Get in our muscular system, God, our endocrine system, God. Oh, God, Father, get down, Father, in our blood system, God. Oh, God, our neurological system, God. Oh, God, all aches and pains, arthritis, back problems, God, spine problems. In the name of Jesus, we call ourselves healed on today. In the name of Jesus, we will walk in it. We are it now. Hallelujah. We're not looking for healing. We are healed now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the families, oh God, that have asked for prayer, God. We lift up the Scott family. Oh God, Father, you are the healer of the heart, God. Oh God, only you can heal a broken heart, God. You said a broken heart, who can bear it, God? Oh God, Father, surround that Scott family with your love, Jesus. Send your Holy Spirit in to embrace, hallelujah. Lift them out of the grief, oh God. Lift them out of sadness and sorrow, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, bring remembrance, oh God. Bring good memories, God. Memories of their loved one that they've lost, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I lift them up before you now and strengthen them from their core, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bring them together as a family, as one, God. I lift up Brother Chris and his family on this morning, God. He's requested prayer, God. You know specifically what they need, God. You know the unspoken prayer, God. You know the thought of prayer, God. You go so deep in us, God. You said whatsoever things that we desire to come to you and you would do it. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Father, we lift up Terrorina this morning, oh God, her family, oh God, and the safe return of her sister in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, Father, traveling mercies, oh God, that she returns, Father, from where she is 
safely, hallelujah, that she returns without harm, that she returns quickly and safely, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray for all these families, God, and families with unspoken request. We pray for increase, God, those that are without finances, hallelujah. We pray for an abundance. We declare abundance. We speak abundance financially, physically, emotionally, in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, Father, we're not looking for it. We have it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the doors that shall open on today. We thank you for favor through phone calls. We thank you for favor when we check our bank accounts. We thank you for favor when we go to our mailbox. We thank you right now, God. We are living in great expectation and everyone suffering financially, oh God, losing houses, cars, and, and families um, separating and emotional turmoil, oh God, they have lost their jobs, Father, and they're in a place of bewilderment. God, this year you said unusual, hallelujah, that there would be unusual blessings, hallelujah, hallelujah. So we know that there are some things that have to be unusual to bring an unusual blessing. This is an unusual time that has released unusual blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. But we stand in awe of you. We know it is your doing and it is good. Hallelujah. The blessings that will come out of this are miraculous. Hallelujah. And we thank you for it right now. We will not walk in doubt. Hallelujah. We will stay, Father, on everything. We we have control of. We will not worry about the things we do not tolerate. We will stay diligent in you. We will go forth in you. We will keep praising your name. We will give you all the glory. We will be thankful and grateful to your name. We will lift you up and praise you. We will break out in a praise. We will break out in a dance. We will break out in a praise. We will break out in a dance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you on this morning, Jesus. We praise you on this morning, Jesus. We thank you for the declaration that will come forth from the apostle. Oh, God, pour into your manservant now, oh, God. Oh, God, call hallelujah. Call his words, oh, God, to unlock places in all of us, Father, that have been locked and shut off in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for our visionary. We thank you for Dion right now, God. We thank you for her children. We thank you for her family, her mother. Oh, God, Father, touch them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. We thank you for the great abundance in their life, both physically, mentally, oh, God, and naturally, oh, God, and financially, God. We thank you for declare victory, oh, God. We thank you that this organization will reach millions, hallelujah, millions of souls shall come to the kingdom. People will be blessed in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, oh, God, for every person on this line, God. Let your blood saturate us now, God. Let your blood cover us now, God. Let your blood crown us from the, uh, the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, God. We thank you for safety on today. Let your angels touch down and surround us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them come from the north, south, east, and west. Hallelujah. The blood is on our doorposts. It's on every entry and exit way, and we give you the glory. We stand firm, and we come together now as we come off of mute. 
and we come together and give you praise. We want to praise you and thank you. Glory, Thank you for the 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 Thank you
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, everyone. I am so excited just to be here. Um, this is my first call with you guys. I am Apostle Pierre Robinson. I want to thank Dion for this wonderful opportunity and even to Rochelle and even to Angela. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, even as we were praying in corporate prayer, I really felt the wind of God just come in. And before I even enter into what uh, the Lord has given me to release. I do want to prophesy and let you guys know that the Spirit of the Lord said that it is not by happenstance that we are even dealing with expansion this month. So the Father says that I'm about to expand you in ways that you did not know. And the Father said that this is even the time of even expansion and unlocking, says the Lord. The Lord said that even as I begin to stretch a rubber band, so will I stretch you even to depths that you did not know that you were able to be stretched to. The Father said, I understand even now that the stretching may be uncomfortable, but the stretching is necessary for the Lord. It says even as a rubber band stretches, he said, even when it's released, it begins to shoot far. And the Father says that I'm about to shoot you into far things that you did not think that you will be able to reach. The Lord says that I'm shooting some of you even into business. I'm shooting some of you even into the mountains, the seven mountains of influence. The Father says that I'm shooting you because you are literally my next big idea 
for what's about to hit the earth. And the Lord says, allow me in this season to stretch you, allow me to expand you, allow me to pour into you, says the Lord. For the Father says, even as you allow me to pour into you and you allow me to stretch you and you submit to this expansion, the Father says that I will indeed. I will indeed begin to even give you that which you desire. I will give you that which you need. For the Father says that this is also a season where I am beginning to awaken and beginning to sharpen and beginning to uncover tools that you did not know that you had to build with. And so the Lord says, begin to excavate, begin to search, begin to look for those tools that I've placed inside of you that you have buried. For the Father says that this is the hour and the time that I'm about to expand truly everything that your hand touches, says the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm so excited once again to be with you guys. I just want to share this quick word with you. I'm, I'm not a long-winded uh, teacher or preacher type, but I really believe that God has given us um, some tools to really sharpen you today. So for those of you that have your Bibles or if you are a note taker, I encourage you to take notes. Uh, if you are even at your home, if you're at home right now, I may tell you something crazy like, hey, run in your kitchen and look at this. But I really want you to just begin just to receive what the Lord is saying. We're going to go to First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4, and we're going to look at verses 9 through 11. 9 through 10, I'm sorry. First Chronicles chapter four, verses nine and 10. I'll give you a few seconds as you're doing that. And as once again, you can go ahead and just grab your paper and pen. I'm gonna give some points and we're gonna do it just like pancakes. We're gonna dip it, flip it, and we're gonna lift it. All right, we're gonna lift up out of here. And it says, Jabaz was most honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabaz, which means painful because she said his birth was painful. And Jabez prayed to the God of Israel, please bless me and give me more territory. May your power be with me and free me from evil so that I will not be in pain. And God gave him what he prayed for. I'm gonna read that one more time for you. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother named him Jabez, meaning painful, because she said his birth was painful. Jabez prayed to God of Israel, please bless me and give me more territory. May your power be with me and free me from evil so I will not be in pain. And God gave him what he prayed for. For a few moments, I really want to deal with the topic, right product, wrong label right product, wrong label. Here we see that Jabez has been identified as one who is more honorable than his brothers. And when we look at the definition of honorable, we know that honorable means that it is a person who is of great esteem. It's a person who is worthy of respect. It is a person who is honest. And so it says that Jabez was more honorable than all of his brothers. And so there was something about him that set him apart. And we noticed even in the scripture and in this text, that his family is not even identified. His parents are not identified by name. All we see here that was important in this text was that it was important enough for them to let us know that he was honorable and that his mother named him Jabez because of the pain that she experienced during birth. And so one of the first things that I need to point out to you is that Jabez means pain. And this name was given to him by his mother because of the painful experience 
experience that she had in giving birth to him. Your name has a meaning. And we must be careful about what we allow people to name us or what you name things. And so I remember being um, growing up in school, I used to hate my name. I used to hate the name Pierre. I used to hate Pierre because kids used to tease me. They used to say P in the air or Pierre, or I used to get called Perry. And so when I began to even enter into my adulthood, I didn't like being called Mr. Robinson. I did not like being called Mr. Robinson. So in school, when I would teach my students, they would call me Mr. P. And so one day, the Lord asked me, he said, why don't you like being called Pierre? Or why don't you like being called Mr. Robinson? And I said, well, you know, I just don't like the way that they tease me with the names. I said, and, you know, Mr. Robinson makes me feel old. And at that time, I had to be about 30 years old. I said, so I don't like being called Mr. Robinson because it makes me feel old. And the Lord said to me, he said, no. He said, son, the reason you don't like being called Mr. Robinson is because it causes you to identify with the mistakes of the men on your family on the Robinson bloodline. It causes you to have to identify with the mistakes that's associated with the name. And so the Lord made me look up my name. And so my full name is Pierre Dion Robinson. And so when I looked up the name Pierre, Pierre is the derivative of Peter, and it means rock. Dion means of God. And when I looked up the name Robinson, my family name, it amazed me because that name means my faith is everything. So I am a rock of God whose faith is everything. And so we have to understand that sometimes when we begin to name things and when we give our children names, or even if we're jokingly we give them a nickname, that our words and our name have power, and they have the ability to manifest what it is that we are to do in the earth. And so when you're called by your name, the thing that I want to point out also is that when we call by our name, the attributes of that name must manifest. Whenever you are called by your name, the attribute of that name must manifest. So when my mom says, Pierre, she said, come here, my rock. When someone calls me Mr. Robinson, they're saying, hey, I need your faith because it's everything. And so when my mom says, Pierre, come here, she's saying, hey, I need my rock. And so I've noticed that in, even in my adulthood, I have begun to be the rock of my family even now. And so we have to understand that you would not call Jaira if you didn't need provision. And so what happens is we have some parents and we have some people that will look at our mannerisms. They will look at uh, where we come from. They will look at some of our flaws and they will begin to identify us by the manifestation of the flaw that they see instead of looking past that and seeing us through God's eyes. And so false names conflict with the expansion and the evolution of your identity. I'll say that again. False names and labels conflict with the expansion and the evolution of your identity. And so what happens is you have false labels that have been released over you, false labels that have been released over your business. You know, you say we have this great idea to start this business, and people say, well, that's not going to work. They have released a false label over something that you have the ability to produce in the earth. The first step to divorcing the wrong label is to discover and expand your revelation of who God says that you are. 
And so if I'm going to come from up under what's not right about my life, if I'm going to come from up under what people have said about me negatively, if I'm going to come from up under the negative views of how I see myself, the very first thing I have to do is divorce the wrong label and to discover and expand my revelation of who God says that I am. And so that was one of the things that it was very hard for me to do because all my life, because I was very artistic, I sing, I dance, I act, I got called gay, I got called a girl, I got called stupid. And so I had to come from up under that label and realize that I was the reflection of God's creativity in the earth. And so here when we see Jabez, it means pain. And so it means physical suffering. It means discomfort caused by an illness or injury. And so the thing that irritated me about Jabez's mother was that she did not name him according to what God said he was. She named him based off her experience. And so the thing that I want to leave with you, one of the points that I want to leave with you is stop allowing people to identify you based off of the experience that they've had in the past. And so Jabaz's mother named him Jabaz because she had pain in giving birth to him. And so sometimes we find ourselves identifying who we are because of the struggles that we have to go through. We find ourselves identifying or, or placing false labels on ourselves because of the struggle that we have to go through in order to come into the earth, in order to come into the fullness of who God has said that we are. So in other words, every time Jabez's name was called, it was a reminder of him of what his mother's opinion of him was. And so sometimes we have people that um, will speak over us and they will call us negative things and it serves as a reminder. And so this is where we see spirits of arrested development begin to uh, come up. This is where we see spirits of low self-esteem and insecurity being birthed in people because we are being identified by something that has already hurt us negatively. And so now every time that name is called, every time they say, hey, J-Bass, what they're really saying is, hey, come here, pain. Come here, discomfort. And so not only are they calling him pain, not only are they calling him discomfort, but what I feel that they didn't realize was that his name also served as a gateway for what they were given permission to enter into their life. Once they call him by name, they are saying, hey, come here, pain. I'm welcoming pain. What have you welcomed? What have you opened up as a gateway to enter into your life and manifest? What label was put on you that, that stopped you from expanding? Were you called stupid when you were little? When in reality, you have the mind of Christ. Were you called slow when in reality, you're just advanced? Were you called crazy when in reality you were just prophetic? And, and so there, there are times that, that we open up gateways and we open up doors that God never intended for us to open just because we are afraid to confront the one that gave us the name. Hallelujah. And so instead of the, instead, the Bible says that Jabez was honorable, which means that his actions were honest, fair, and worthy of much respect. And so here it is, we see Jabez saying, hey, out of all my family, I'm the one 
that has the honor on me. I'm the one that people look up to. I really believe that Jabez was one of the founders of his family, and that he was the one that people looked up to. He was the one that people went to for advice, but because he had that name, it did something mentally to him that caused him to cry out and to pray to God. So let's deal with why did he pray. Why did he pray? Number one, the first reason that he prayed was because it was his way of announcing that he did not agree with the name or its attributes. And so here's the very first thing that Jabez said to him. He said, please, if thou wilt bless me indeed. He said, if thou wilt bless me indeed. He, he knew God can do it, but he used the word if because basically he was writing God a check and saying, hey, God, if you do this, whatever you need, I got you. If thou will bless me indeed and give me more territory, may your power be with me. So he wanted something on his life that would display that he was not what he was labeled. He wanted the power of God on his life. The second thing, the second reason that he prayed was because he needed a change of view and escape from what labeled him. He said, if you will bless me indeed, and give me more territory. He said, I need to move for away from what I know. I need to move away from who knows me. I need to move away from where this label has been placed on me. I need to move away from this name. How many of us on this line need to move away from what's been labeling us? How many of us say, hey, I just need a little more room. Let me go over here. It was one of the reasons that Jesus couldn't do much miracles in, in, in the place where he came from. It was because they were too familiar. How many people are too familiar with you by the name that they know you by? They only know you by, by the name that you were given. They only know you as Pam. They only know you as Lisa. They only know you as Trevina. They only know you as Chris. But they don't know the prophet. They don't know the entrepreneur. They don't know the evangelist. They don't know the pastor. They don't know the intercessor. They don't know the psalmist. They don't know the playwright. They don't know the author. And so they said, I need to get away from what you try to box me in. I need to move out of your confinement. And so he also needed deliverance and healing from what the label did to his character, his mind, and his reputation. He said, hey, oh, if thou will bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. And then he went further to say, may your power be with me and free me from evil so that I will not be in pain. This thing must have grieved him. He said, hey, I, I want you to take me so far away from this thing because it's grieving me and I don't want to feel the pain anymore. I do not want to feel what I caused in my mother or what my mother feels that I caused in her. And some of us, I really believe, thank you, Father, I really believe that some of us on the line, we're still identifying with some of the hurt that people said that we inflicted on them, but in reality, it was something that they inflicted on themselves and they're trying to make us pay for it because they don't want to take responsibility. And so he prayed because he needed deliverance and healing from what the label did to his character. You know how it is. When, when, when you hear the name Kennedy, they automatically say that the Kennedys were, were a long line of womanizers. You know, when, when you hear the name R. Kelly, you automatically, people automatically associated with him with being a pedophile. And so it did something to his character, his mind, and his reputation. 
And so that's one of the reasons that he prayed. And most of all, the reason that he prayed was because he knew that the answer for what he needed and what he needed to detach himself from, could only, that power could only come from the God who changes names the name-changing God. And so he, he prayed to the God that changes names. He prayed to the God that changed Abram to Abraham, that changed Sarah to Sarah, that changed Jacob to Israel. He prayed to the God of his ancestors because he must have heard the stories that if you call out to him, he'll answer and he'll change your name. He'll give you exactly what you need. He will expand your vision of how you see yourself. He will expand your vision of how others see you. So in closing, I just want to give you, uh, I, I just have six E's of enlargement, of enlargement and enlightenment in order to expand. The first E is expose. Expose. You have to identify the label that does not fit. You have to identify the label that does not fit or the label that doesn't work. Uh, for those of you that are even in your house, you can go into your kitchen. And how would you feel? Let's just use our imaginations. How would you feel if you were going to cook some string beans, some canned string beans? I'd be frozen. But, you know, for some of us that do canned string beans, you say, I want, you know what? I want some canned string beans tonight. And so you're looking on your shelf because you know that you always stock up on canned string beans. But all you see is a can that says sliced potatoes. And so you're like, man, I really wanted some canned string beans, but all I have up here is sliced potatoes. And lo and behold, you open up the can that says sliced potatoes, but in the inside, there is really string beans in there. You have the right product that you wanted, but it has the wrong label on it. And can I prophesy to you today and say that there are some people that are looking at the outside label of you. They're looking at where you come from. They're looking at your family. They're looking at, at things that you have done in the past, but they do not know what's inside of you because what's inside of you is exactly what they need. What's inside of you is exactly what they're desiring. What they're, excited, what they're asking for is the remedy that you're carrying inside of you. And so all they have to do is take time and open you up. All they have to do is take time and get to know you and that they will see that everything that they've been asking for, you're their answer. You're the solution. You're the one. You are only existing because something needs to be done. You have no other choice. I don't care what label has been put on you. I don't care what people have said about you. You have no other choice but to be you because everybody else is taken. I dare somebody just write that down. You have no other choice but to be you because everybody else is taken. You are how God fixes stuff in the earth. You are how God fixes stuff in the earth. You are his masterpiece, a.k.a. you are his technique. You, you are God's technique. You are the way that God fixes things in the earth. If you won't stop doing what you, if you won't start doing what you were created to do, then the problem won't be fixed in the earth. You have to expand your view of who you are. If you don't start doing it, the problem won't be fixed because there's, some, there's nobody that can do it like you. And so the very first thing that you have to do, once again, the first E is to expose. The second E is to evict. You have to come out of agreement with the false label, even if you placed it on yourself. Come out of agreement with the false label. Get the word I can't out of your vocabulary. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. 
The third thing that you have to do is you have to extend. You have to expand far away from what tries to keep you confound in its borders. You have to expand far away from what tries to keep you confined in its borders. Jabez is like, no, I can't stay here. I need more room. I need room to grow. When I first got my dog Nova, my brother was telling me, he said, bro, that cage is too small. He said, because if you always leave Nova in that cage, she's a German shepherd. He said, she needs room to grow. So if you always leave her in that cage, she's, you're going to stunt her growth. And there's some of us that God has been trying to grow us. God has been trying to expand us, but we are refusing to leave the cage. And he said, hey, I have a whole world out there for you to explore. But you're comfortable. Just sitting on the pew. You're comfortable just doing the nine to five. You're comfortable just hopping on the prayer line. And he said, hey, no, there's just more things that I have for you to do. So come up from under the label of I'm just a church member. I'm just me. With all of the gifts and talents that I have and, and the things that I do, the businesses that I own and, and the churches that I oversee, one day I got so frustrated. I said, God, I just want to be normal. I just want to be normal. And I cried out to God. And I said, I just want to be normal. That next day I woke up to have my devotion time. I didn't hear anything. I went into my worship time. I didn't hear anything. And this went on for about three, four days. And I said, God, where are you? Why aren't you saying anything? And his reply to me was, you said you want it to be normal. Normal people can't hear me. Normal people cannot see themselves how I see them. So the first thing you have to do is expose. The second thing is evict. The third thing is we have to extend. The fourth thing is we have to experience. We have to experience the feeling of crying out to someone who's actually listening. We have to experience how it feels to be healed and delivered from the labels and its side effects. Experience how it feels to be authentically you. Experience. I remember being in school, I, I didn't want to tell people that I was a preacher. I didn't want to tell people that I was a prophet. I didn't want to tell people that, that I was a preacher's kid. I didn't want to tell them any of that stuff. Even probably about a year and a half ago, I found myself going into work at Wells Fargo, and I didn't want to tell anybody that I was a preacher or a prophet, and the Lord started putting me in positions to where who I really was. The real label began to ooze out of me. The real product began to ooze out of me. I'm sitting in training class, and, and there's a young lady that's sitting next to me, and she said, hey, Pierre, I got a question for you. you, you you're a prophet, right? I'm a lesbian. Does God really love me? Or I'm going out to lunch, and, and I, the trainer, that was my trainer for, for, the, um, for the orientation, and he said, man, he said, what are you doing here? I said, what do you mean? And he said, now, you know supposed to be doing full-time ministry. You know that there's something that God placed inside of you. You know that you're an entrepreneur. He said, I get it. you just here on assignment, but I'll give you this word of wisdom, prophet. He said, do what God told you to do and then get out of here. And I found myself 
uh, working at Wells Fargo, and then Doc told me to put in my letter of resignation, and I refused to put it in. And he said, okay, you got to put it in, and I'll never forget it. It was February 16th. The Lord said, give them your resignation today, and I refused, and then I started having full-blown anxiety attacks because I was trying to be a fraud specialist when God called me a marketplace prophet. I was trying to be the great nine-to-five employee when God was calling me the entrepreneur. And the real product book was trying to ooze out of me, but it couldn't because I placed the wrong label on myself, a label of insecurity. The fifth thing that we have to do is we have to expand. And I've been saying this often. We have to expand. You have to expand your paradigm and embrace the label of God. Who does God call you? Who does God call you? I know they call you Jabez. I know they call you stupid. I know they call you sister. I know they call you brother. But who does God call you? Other than son, other than daughter. Who does God call you? What gift are you to the earth? And the last thing we have to do, the last six, number six is evolve. We have to thrive in that expanded place. Once God, it said that God granted his, his request. So that means that he got the power. He got the power he asked for. He got the blessing. Please bless me indeed and give me more territory. He got the territory. He got the power. May your power be with me. He got the power. He got the freedom from evil. And then he got healed from the pain. Let's look at that again. Jabez's prayer was, please bless me. So he got the blessing and give me more territory. He got the territory. May your power be with me. So he got the power of God with him and give me, uh, give me peace and freedom from evil. So he got deliverance from evil so that I will not be in pain. And he got healing from the pain of the label. It said God gave him what he prayed for. So once God gives you what you pray for, how are you going to evolve? There's some of you under the sound of my voice right now, there is a God-given idea that he placed inside of you. And you said, well, God, if you just give me the idea, I'll do this. And he gave you the idea, and now you're worried about how it's how going to make it happen. No, you evolve in that place. Begin to expand on that idea. You're the answer to what the earth needs. How are you going to evolve in the expanded place? How are you going to evolve in the place that God set you in? You're not there for, you're not there just for no reason. Joseph, he didn't give you a dream just to give it to you, Joseph. When you read in Genesis, I believe it's Genesis 45, when Joseph finally went through all of the processes that he had to go through. When he went from the pit, and then he went to the palace, and he went to Potiphar's house, and he went to the prison, and then he found himself back in the palace, and then he found himself as governor. When he finally exposed who he was to his brothers, one of my favorite verses in that story, he said, Joseph said to his brothers, don't think that you have done this to me because it was not you, but it was God who sent me before you so I can save your life. You're 
expanded place. You evolving into your expanded place is going to save the lives of people that, that were the ones that placed you in the pit. They have to place you there so you can save them. They have to give you the label so you'll get frustrated and you'll move from under it. What if, just what if, what if Jabath's mother names him pain just to frustrate him so that he'll move because everybody else in the family decided to stay? I was the only one, I'm the only one in my family that moved out of state. Everybody else is in Chicago. In my immediate family, everybody else is stuck in Chicago. Everybody else wanted to stay in Chicago. And when God told me to go, I went. Expanded place. I've done things since I've been gone that I've never thought I would do before. When you live in your expanded place, and you embrace your expanded place, it gives you more room to bring others to where you are and teach them how to live in their expanded place. God just doesn't free you and expand you just to do it. He always does it with a purpose. What's your purpose for being in the expanded place? Why is God expanding you? Why do you feel frustrated right now? Why do you feel that there has to be more right now? Could it be that God is stretching you like a rubber band so he can shoot you? He's not doing it to hurt you. You're not frustrated just because it's not working. You're frustrated because you're the answer. Satan will never attack what won't work. He's only going to attack what has potential. And so the word of the Lord to you today is live in the expanded place because you were and you are the right product. You just had, you used to have the wrong label on you. Now God has relabeled you. Now what are you going to do when he opens you up? He has to use you. He needs you. It's time for your expansion. Amen. Father, I thank you for this word. I thank you for what you have released to your people. And so, Father, I thank you even now that we're going to live in that expanded place. We're going to live in that expanded place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, hallelujah. 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 Angela, I... um. Angela, the, the, the prayer warrior, if you're still on, I hear the spirit of the Lord saying that even in this hour, I'm expanding you. And he said that I'm even going to begin to push you further into the forefront. For the Father says that I call you a trainer of trainers. And the Lord says that I'm going to begin even to use you to sharpen my weapons of intercession, says the Father. The Lord says that even as you begin to sharpen that weapon of intercession, I see books and I see manuals coming out of you. I see one-day trainings where you're teaching 
teaching people how to labor in the area of prayer. And the Lord said, my hand has always been on you. But the Lord says, get ready, because I'm going to begin to show you the miracles that happen inside of intercession chambers, says the Lord. And the Father says that even as the police have, like, like I'm seeing, like, missing children alerts, the Father says that I'm going to begin to give you the locations of where missing people are. I'm going to begin to give you even the locations of, of, of where people have been murdered so you can bring closure to their family, says the Lord. The Lord says that I'm going to use you in this way because he said the, the dispensation of time of people calling for the psychics and calling for the mediums is about to come to an end. But the Father says, truly, I'm about to start awakening my prophetic intercessors. And the Lord says that you will be one that I will begin to use in that area of even the gift of knowledge and the gift of wisdom, says the Lord. And so the Father says that even as you begin to move in this area, the Lord says, go on a journey with me, he said, because I'm going to begin to start giving you uh, uh, different things for different states. So you might want to just get an atlas or, or some type of map of the United States. And the Lord says, I'm going to begin to start telling you the principalities that are over those regions so you can begin to even tear down those diabolical assignments, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I think, I, I believe your name is Nakisha. I believe that's it. But Nakisha, I hear the Lord saying that I'm about to move swiftly within your family. For the Father says that I'm coming to disrupt the tide that the enemy has been trying to send to overtake your family. And the Lord says, know that my hand is really upon you in this hour. And my hand is upon you as my seer. And the Father says that even in your workplace, the Lord says that I'm going to begin to even use you to even see the underlying motives of men's heart in the workplace. And the Father says, get ready because I'm about to expand you and I'm about to elevate you into a higher place of leadership. And the Lord says, get ready, daughter. He says, because you're being watched. He said, but you're being watched in a good way. Their eyes have been on you and their eyes have been on you to see how you will handle certain situations and how you handle ridicule and how you handle stress. But the Father says, I looked upon you myself and you handle it well, daughter. And so the Lord says, graduation day is fastly approaching. Get ready because the Father says that I'm about to even elevate you in the place of the Spirit. And the Lord says, as I elevate you in the place of the Spirit, he says, what I'm about to do through you, I'm about to even cause you to be my seer. And you will even be, I see you going into like prophetic consultation where you begin to go into businesses and tell them the things that are not only just out of order, but the Father says that you will begin to be my prophetic strategist where you will give them the solution. You will give them the blueprint of what they need to do next. And the Father says that it will bring you great wealth. It will open up many doors to you, says the Lord. I don't know if you have a passport or if you don't. You need to start getting your passport because I see great travel coming to you. Um, I believe your name is Pam. Pam, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that there's a grace of healing on you and the Lord says that even as I awaken this healing mantle, this healing grace, the Father says that I'm about to even catapult you and I'm about to launch you into a place that you did not know that you could ever go in before. The Lord says that there is great healing in your hands and the Father says that even as this healing is in your hands. He says that I'm about to cause you to even experience my healing power even in the night season. So the Lord says, get ready because I'm about to start interrupting your sleeping patterns because I'm going to make you more sensitive to even how I move and my burden and my heart. You've been asking me what's next and the Father says that the next thing is coming through you. He said, so get ready because I'm going to use you as my vessel of healing. 
Hallelujah. Thank you. Uh, is there any new people that came on that um, we didn't get a chance to acknowledge? Hey, hey, Pierre, just, um, I'm yes. sorry, Apostle, just flow. We have a structure, but you, you flow how God gives you to flow. You're fine. Okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Brother Chris, I hear the Lord saying that even on your family, the Father says that there's a great apostolic and prophetic grace that even arrests on your family. He says they even arrest heavily on you. And the Father says that the discomfort that you've been feeling has been the tugging of my spirit. And I've been pulling you into my secret chamber, says the Lord. The Lord says that even as I begin to pull you to this new place, the Father says, truly, you are my prophet. Truly, you are my prophetic voice. But the Lord says that now I'm fine-tuning the frequency and I'm silencing the voice of the enemy that makes you doubt if you're hearing correctly, that makes you doubt your power. The Lord says that it's even in this hour that I'm beginning to even tug on that inner place of even entrepreneurship. The Lord says, go back to the blueprints, go back to the place of the ideas that I gave you that you aborted because you didn't know how it was going to work. But the Father says, truly, this is the hour of great birthing for you, says the Lord. The Father says that even this hour of birthing is going to be that place where I'm beginning to even pour out of you the insecurities and the doubts that you have even concerning yourself, concerning your calling. The Father says that I'm going to cause others to gaze their eyes upon you. And the Lord says that even as they gaze their eyes upon you, he said, those that once looked down on you, the Father says, shall be the ones that look up to you, says the Lord. And the Lord says, pay no attention to the warfare that's coming against the family. It's just a distraction, says the Lord. The Father says, it's just a mirage. And the Lord says that even as you stay focused on me, says the Lord. He says, even as I told my son Peter, he said, step out of the boat and stay focused on me. The Lord says, I promise you, and I swear by myself, son, you will not sink. You will not fail. For the Lord says, the Midas touch is your portion. He says that everything that you touch, I shall truly turn to gold. And the Lord says that this is the hour that I'm about to visit you with godly ideas. And I'm going to make you even a name in the earth. The Father says that even your family name will be a praise in the earth. The Lord says, go and start to look up. Uh, the meaning of your name, he said, because it's going to begin to give you clarity on exactly why the warfare comes to you. And the Father says that I'm even about to unlock, even, thank you, Father, the Lord says I'm about to unlock the answers to what's been locked up in the government concerning your family. Uh, there's some land that your family owns that's about to be uncovered. The Lord says begin to research the history of where your family comes from because it's in one of the states that, that there's some land that has not been discovered and it has not been claimed and the father says that that portion belongs to you hallelujah thank you father i bless your name i give you glory thank you lord wow trevina uh i believe that's your name Shavina, I, I i don't hear anything but i'll tell you what i see i see your angels in your home 
and I see your angels in, and they're in your bed and they're sitting on the left side of your bed. And the father says that even the warmth that you feel at night and the father says that even uh, the, the presence that you feel in your house, he said, those are your angels that I have released to you. He said, now get ready. He said, because over the next three months, he said, you're going to begin to see them. You're going to not only begin to see them, but the father says that there shall be great divine angelic activity that will happen with them. Uh, I hear the Lord saying that one of your angels name is Amy. This is going to be the angel that's going to release worship sounds to you. And, and I don't know if you sing, but I literally see notes of music flowing throughout your house. And the father says that I'm going to begin to have the anointing of the scribe to even be downloaded and revealed to you in an unprecedented way. The father says that you will be one that will write poems, that will write songs. I don't, I don't know what this thing is with you in writing. I don't know if you used to write when you were younger, but the father says that I'm calling you back to that grace because that's a gift that I deserve to unlock in the earth that I desire to unlock unto you because it was the grace that your family, that the women in your family walked in. But the father says that the mantle, not only of your mother, but of your mother's mother is now being transferred to you. And the father says that there shall be great revelation, great insight, great intercession shall rest on you. And the Lord says that even as these things rest on you, the father says that they come with heavy mantles, but the father says they come with great responsibility and the father says, I trust you, daughter. And the Lord says that I'm even coming and I'm even coming against the migraines and the distractions that the little nuances that come that the enemy release. He says, these are all diabolical assignments to get you distracted and move away from the very thing in which I call you. So I'm looking at your teen years, the things that you used to see, you, you begin to shut down those gifts because it was so unbearable. But the father says that I'm awakening that grace of the seer. I'm awakening that grace of, of, of you, it's almost as if uh, you, you have, um, for the lack of a better word, you have like a third eye, but it's a godly eye. And the father says that that discernment was on you. Even as a child, there were certain people you just didn't fool with, certain people you wouldn't go to, certain people you wouldn't be around. And the father says that that was the grace and the intercession and the discernment of my true prophet. And so the Lord says, go with me on this journey, daughter. He said, because this is going to be a journey uh, like never before. And so the father says, get ready. He says, get ready. He says, because I'm about to, even with you, there's a great grace of entrepreneurship that's on this line. And the Father says, even with you, I'm about to do it quickly. I'm about to do it swiftly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And Dion, I even hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, because you were obedient daughter and because you opened up this channel and because you began to have a place of, of safety for my people to come and not only to receive, but to pour out. The Father says, get ready because I'm causing your name to even ring out in other nations, says the Lord. He says, get ready to expand. He said that there have been people from other nations that have been on this call that are even now beginning to set some things in place to get you to come and to begin to get you to, to set up places there and do the same thing. For the Father says that the season of expansion is truly on you, says the Lord. And the Lord says not only is the United States going to call you blessed, he said, but that will not be the primary place of your prominence. That will not be the place of your promotion. The United States will not even be the place where you're celebrated as much, but the Father says that there are other nations that I will cause to rise up and to celebrate you, says the Father. The Lord says because of your sacrifice and because of what you have sold into others, he said, get ready because the camels are coming. I literally see camels coming to you, and the Father says that other nations will bring you their resources, will bring you their gifts, and the Father says that I'm about to fully fund the vision. The Lord says that I'm 
I'm going to even release grants in the government that will even begin to fund. Thank you, Father. The Lord says begin to start looking up grants, dealing with media, dealing with uh, broadcasting. The Lord says that in 2021, I'm going to begin to release these things to you. I literally see towers and I literally see like studios where you're able to do, it's, it's almost like your, your own like news station almost where you're able to broadcast live and have people come in in front of a live studio audience. And the Lord says, get ready. He says, I can trust you with this platform. He said, and I know even daughter that this is the hour that I'm about to even answer your prayer request and move on your behalf, says the Lord. Wow. Thank you, Father. I hear the Lord saying that even upon your son, there's a great prophetic grace that I'm about to awaken like never before. The Lord says that truly he is my prophet. And because you gave him to me, the Father says, I am about to do with him what I please. And the Lord says, know that he's in my hand. The Lord says, know that millionaire status is in his life. And the Lord says, know that I'm about to blow the winds of change. And I'm about to change the very trajectory of where he was going and what the enemy had planned. But the Lord says that I am, he is in my hand and I am his God. And the father says that this is the hour and this is the time that I'm about to show my hand upon him strong. The Lord says he's a great man of favor, great man of valor. And the father says that I'm about to interrupt every diabolical assignment that was sent from the daughters of Delilah toward your son. And the father says that truly he is my prophet of God. The Lord says truly he is my assignment. Truly he is the one that I'm going to use to even change even the direction of the men and the family. Oh God, the father says that he's the cycle breaker. The Lord said, think it not strange that the enemy has fought, but the father says, I announce to you today, daughter, that the enemy has lost. I announce to you today, daughter, that the enemy hand has been shut off. And the Lord says that even over the next six months, your son will come into great finances. Your son will come into great illumination. And the Lord says that he is about to blow upon the blueprint of your son's life once again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Whew. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, I think I'm supposed to ask if anybody have any questions. Uh, I believe the Lord is done speaking. <laughs> Amen. I'll help you out in this this area. Um, I, I want to say this really quickly. Um, Apostle, thank you so much for allowing God to use you the way that he does. Um, it's one of the things that um, I appreciate is your obedience to whatever Father says in that moment. And um, the Lord had really given me to begin to expose the line to um, the fivefold ministry on a different level. We've been really cautious, especially with new believers. Didn't want anybody to be freaked out. But the reality is uh, he gives gifts to men. And so I thank you for um, allowing him to use you prophetically <clears throat> and to um, demonstrate what the giftings look like. And for some of you that are prophetic in nature and don't necessarily know how to move around, you, you spoke specific names and it's... Um, it's Trarina, T-R-A-R-I-N-A. So you were, you were almost, you said Travina, but Trarina, I know exactly what you're talking about. And from what I could hear, it was absolutely on point. Um, Chris is a husband um, who's usually 
listening as his wife is listening. So, Chris, I hope and pray that you heard the word of the Lord for your life. And so, uh, anybody have any questions on on any level? He got it, I'm sure. Anybody? I, can Can he tell what number five was in um, enlargement? Yes. Um, number five. So the uh, you mean out of the ease, right? The ease of yes. enlargement. Yes. Uh, number five is expand. So number one is expose. Number two is evict. Number three is extend. Number four is experience. Number five is expand. And number six is evolve. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Prophet, thank you so much for that word. Um, this is Dee, and I said, you blew me away with the false label set that were put on, even those that I may have put on myself at 52 years old. And again, growing up being labeled at all, as all this stuff, you know, as a product of a broken home, you know, mom raised three of us and being raised in a Methodist church and just having so much church hurt. And then I'm tall. I think I was born five foot eight. I have hips. I'm dark. I had a gap. I have all that. But I've allowed wow. it to be what was put on me, right? And so I just thank you, even though I'm pretty uh, much confident now of who I am, but it's still times when I'm like, God, why do I have to be that, you know, be that whatever it is. And I'm, I'm now in a you know, marriage. I have three kids in my second marriage. And I'm truly understanding now about the false labels. If I, I hope I'm making sense. I truly appreciate because yeah. you said so much and you blessed me tremendously that those false labels, that, that I, didn't even, I can't even worry about that because I am who God says I am, who he created me to be. Before he even, before my mother even knew, you know, I was going to be this Absolutely. person, my personality. And then when you said how people perceive you because of who I was or what I did or even my personality, I'm too much for most people. But I'm okay with that now because, you know, when I look at one of my kids, um, tell me how proud of me that they are. That That's really what yeah. what's become my marker. So I just thank you, man of God, and I just appreciate what you what you said and what you're adding to Declare Victory. I love you and thank God for you. Well, I love you, bless you, thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let's get an order real quick. Who was that and who was that? Um, I'm going to go ahead. Who was that? I'm a new person. My name is oh, Danielle. Okay. Danielle. I've been on here. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm a friend of my fourth at this time. Calling in. And welcome. Thank you. It was meant for me to call in, as always. Um, but I know that my name comes from Daniel. <laughs> and um, my granddad used to always say, you a tough cookie. Uh, I, I didn't know what a tough cookie meant, but um, just listening to you, Prophet, I, I don't know, coming from Daniel, what Danielle means, but um, I've had some tough rides, but I just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. <laughs> so I wow. just thank you for your word of encouragement, and um, I'm going Welcome. to do... Actually, uh, you said your name is Danielle? 
Yes. Danielle, um, in the Hebrew, your name is a derivative of Daniel, of Daniel, but Danielle means God is my God is my judge. Mm. And and so it means it means God is my judge. And so um, I, I do hear the word of the Lord for you. But what I hear the Lord saying to you is make no apologies for who you are and make no apologies for the favor that's about to rest on your life. And the Lord says that it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. And so I'm looking at uh, over the last three months of your life, there have been some false burdens. You're one that's very sensitive in the realm of the spirit. And so you always try to figure out ways to help people out. And the enemy uses that against you because it, it seems like when you need help, no one's there, no one's able to come to your rescue. And so it leaves you in a place of lacking trust and not trusting people. But the Father says that this is the hour that I'm sending my hand of deliverance to you, Danielle. And the Lord says that I am your only judge. And the Lord says that even the season of people being able to throw up in your face what you used to or your shortcomings, the Father says that season is over for he says that I am truly your only judge. He said, think it not strange that you are named that, but the Father says that this is the dawning of a new day. I think it not strange that he even had you come on the line the times that you've been on the line. He said, for truly this is the season of great victory and mighty strength for you. And even over the past four months, I've been seeing where the enemy has begun to come in and make you doubt if God has even been hearing you and even have begun to come and try to release calamity, not only in your finances, but in your mind. I'm even sensing the headaches and the back problems and the restless nights. But the Father says that I'm about to rectify your sleep. The Father says that I'm about to even come against those migraine headaches and the tossing and turning. But the Lord says that you're about to enter into a season of great peace. And the Lord says that the season of recompense is heavenly upon you. But the Father says that I'm going to call seasons that you thought you missed to come back and hit your life once again. So be encouraged, woman of God. God, because God is truly with you, okay? I sure will. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Ray, good morning, Apostle Pierre. Good morning. Good morning. This is Trarina. Hi. Great, great message. Um, um, it all started with me at birth. Uh, my mother had named me um, Trina, but the, the birth certificate was, they put Trina on the birth certificate. My mother had to change that birth certificate back to Trina because she's, she's a, was a unique person. Wanted to make my name unique. But uh, I'm saying with you, I had trouble uh, with school when I was um, in elementary school and people teasing me. My One second, can somebody make sure that their phone is muted, please? If you're not speaking, please check, double check, triple check. Go ahead. And, my t and the teachers and pronouncing my name and also the um, students were teasing me about my name, not just my first name, my last name. Um, um, so, yeah, when I was growing up, I was bullied uh, at that young age. But I have been delivered from that uh, back in um about two years 22 years ago god healed me from that um from you know you say of a false label that people put on you um also um um dion had uh, uh god gave a name to me uh warrior princess also um lord um uh, gave to me last year uh the finisher that's why i call my name Trina. i don't have a middle name so my name is Trina, the finisher Jackson. Jackson is, is the, uh, my married name. 
Um, and um, so that's what I go by, Charmina the Finisher. Wow. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. And you're going to finish well. Good yeah. morning. Apostle, Good morning. this is your sister. It's Lizzie. Hey, brother. Hey. Welcome to Declare Victory. There's no place like this place, and we love you. Thank you for your share. I'm very much encouraged this morning. Um, I really, 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 really appreciate that. I see Jabez and a whole nother other life, bro. So I love you. I love you. I love you. And welcome to Declare Victory. I love you too, sis. Good morning, Apostle. This is Angela. Good morning. Um, good morning. I truly appreciate your word. And um, this morning, I was just actually asking God to give me, maybe about three or four days ago, I was studying Jabaz, and I was asking him to give me a greater understanding of Jabaz, just because the way it kind of starts, it's just kind of like, pow. You know, it starts wow. off. And so I truly appreciate how the Lord answered me this morning, how he gave me a greater understanding of it. Truly appreciate your word. Welcome to Declare Victory. Um, wonderful place to be. And I honor God for the word that he spoke um, through you over um, my life this morning. Truly appreciate you and look forward to hearing more from you. God bless you. Same here. Thank you so much. Good morning, Apostle. Good morning. Good, good morning, family. This is Gloria. I just want to tell you thank you um, for how you uh, shared with us what God gave you to, to gave to you for us, and I um, appreciate a deeper understanding even of Jabez. As many times as I've as I've heard Jabez taught, I'd never gotten it this way. So I really appreciate you for that and it even as you were talking it even made me sit here and look up what my name means so I'm like okay because I'd never looked at the meaning of I knew my first name what that meant but I never looked at the other parts of my name and what they mean so thank you so much God bless you I'm glad to have you with us and look forward to hearing you even more thank you I'm glad to be here Good morning, Apostle. Um, Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Um, my name is Priscilla, and I'm got a quick. And I thank you so much. Different. I've heard. We've heard Habaz uh, this month, um, and of course we've all heard the, and know and read the story, but never liked the way you um, gave us um, the word from God. Um, so extensive, so um, explicit, and like a roadmap. Um, and, and thank you for sharing your story of how you had to press and struggle through getting and accepting who you are. I, I appreciate that um, from you. And I just want to ask a question. When, and this is a question of me getting through my um, purpose and getting on and getting through all the, I feel like there's strongholds now. There have been so much that I've accepted. Um, and when I look back, as a kid, how I was so aware of my gifts, so aware of my difference and my distinction in my family, um, so aware of it even in um, the high school that I was put in and the college that I was in, very aware that I was different. 
that I didn't fit in, that I never belonged, that didn't feel like I belonged. But now I've, I've accepted so many different labels, so many just trying to fit in, get in where you fit in, um, mm-hmm. trying to do something that your, your family wanted you to be or your mother wanted you to be or just whatever it was. But now you are where you are, and you've been hearing the voice of God, and you're trying to get through all of the voices and all the stuff that's been put on you. Is there, is, is there, I guess my question is, where do you start? You know, I'm starting, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm pressing my way through, and I'm with God, and I know all that. But if you have all this stuff put on you, and like I love what you said, the devil doesn't, the enemy doesn't fight. Um, he doesn't, Satan will not attack what does not work, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and it's so, and I've, you've, you're seeing the attacks, you can, you know the attacks, you read, you've read in the Bible, all that. Where do you start? And, and um, I'm gonna, so, go ahead. Thank no, no, I'm done. That's, I, I think you got, I think you hear me. I'm uh, done. Thank so, you. one of the things that I had to start with uh, for me was, um, in order to fully operate in who I needed to be and who I knew God was calling me to be, and this is going to sound so small, but it's really so huge, is I had to understand that I was worthy of being that. That was the first thing. The second thing I had to do was I had to forgive. I had to forgive. And, and so forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person, but it has everything to do with you. And so um, quick story, I was, I've been preaching since I was 17 years old. When I was 30, right before I moved to Atlanta, the Lord said to me, I'm about to show you your purpose. And I'm in church like, what you mean you finna show me my purpose? I've been preaching this whole time. That's not my purpose. And he said, I'm about to show you who you're really called to and what you're called to do. And so I was up preaching. My prophetic team and deliverance team were praying for people. And this drunk man walks in and he says, hey, yo, preacher man, does God got something he want to say to me? And I say, yeah, man, come on down. I'll, I'll pray for you and I'll prophesy to you. So he came down and I began to prophesy to him. And when I opened my eyes, I was prophesying to the man that molested me when I was 12 years old, who I had not seen since I was 12. And the Lord said, uh, after service was over, I brought him in the back and I told him three things. I said, I forgive you and so does God. Number two, everything I prophesied to you was accurate and it's going to happen. And number three, I said, thank you for molesting me. And he said, why would you say that? I said, because now I know who I'm called to. And so I say this, I said all of that to say this to you. Where do you start? The greatest place of your greatest warfare is usually the area of ministry that you're going to dominate in. And so what you should do is, um, and I'm here as a resource, I'm pretty sure Dion is here as a resource. There, there are uh, people that you have, find you someone that can help you be delivered from the sting of those things or those strongholds and that can break those strongholds off you. And then after that, begin to daily affirm who God said you are. I don't care if you have to write it. I don't care if you have to look in the mirror. I don't care if you have to cry it out, scream it out, whatever, but begin to affirm who who God says that you are and announce to the world every day, I'm here. Here I am. I'm here. Because the reality is there's nothing the world can do about it. God placed you here. And so if you're here, you might as well do what you were created to do. 
And so the first, the first step is definitely find out who God says you are. Second step is forgive those who didn't understand. The third thing, make no apologies and get connected with someone that is willing to um, coach you through, not baby you, not pamper you. The people that I mentor, I tell them all the time, you dealt with that last week. I'm not, I'm not praying for that no more because you already have the power to do this. And so there's some, there's some strongholds, uh, and I'm not saying this is you. I'm just saying this in general because I believe that someone needs to hear this. There are some strongholds that are self-inflicted. Mm. There, there are some strongholds that are self-inflicted. We've already, we've already dealt with them, but because it's the thing that that will give us the excuse of why not, why we shouldn't have to move into the things of God, or why we can't do this, then that's the thing that we'll hold on to. If it's a person, I tell people all the time, and I had to tell myself this: What were they doing before they hurt you? They were living. What are they doing after they hurt you? They're living. You're the only one stuck here. So let's move you so you can live. I hope I answered your question. Yes, you did. Thank you. Okay. You did. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Nourishing Nikisha. Um, I was the one that you were talking to about um, some things are self-inflicted. I didn't hear your message, but I was able to hear um, some of the prophecies you were making for others. And it was like, oh, wait a minute, that some things are for me. But then I was like, no, that's for them. And, okay, so I was just going to be quiet. But when you said that, I was like, okay, I have to speak up. Um, yeah. Uh, I heard some things about names and stuff like that. And yeah, my name, people have a hard time spelling it, saying it, uh, everything. Uh, my name has always been an issue. Um, I was supposed to have a different name and some of the elders got together and said, no, we're going to name her this. And so now as being 48, I still have people naming me. It's like, oh, no, we're going to call you this because we can't pronounce your name. So I would just accept it. But it's like, no, that's not my name, you know. So, yeah. So I will, I will say this. Um Until you teach people how to handle you, they're going to mishandle you every time. If it's not your name, teach them your name. You do not have to succumb to what they call you. Teach them your name. And, and so that's one of the things that my, that my family instilled in me. Until you teach people how to handle you, they're going to mishandle you every time. And so um, this is just a time for you just to really, I believe that this is the time that God is showing you how you can stand up for yourself and not feel guilty about it. You don't have to accept everything that's presented to you. And really quick, Nikisha, um, you don't you don't have to say anything, but you should probably go back. There was there was a word that was pretty specific, and he said your name. But you, you are sleeping. So are you listening? Listen I'm to this. I need you to wake up. You hear me? Yes. 
Alright. Is there anyone else that has a question, comment, commentary? Good morning, Apostle. This is Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for your word today. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I just have to say, when you were saying earlier about your name being Pierre, I always, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, and as a child, Pierre was always someone cool. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. What that <laughs> I remember you were saying that. Um, but I just, um, yeah, really, really appreciate your um, share. And I looked up my name um, before, um, but I really wanted to tell you, it's really interesting that you had, when you had um, mentioned that um, about healing for me, because um, I've been just doing a lot of personal work to just be a better person. Um, so I just wanted to um, just let you know, my ears perked up and that was just a, uh, I was very insightful when you had mentioned about me and that coming into a um a season of um healing and uh I just agree with the Lord in Jesus' name. I mean that's just amazing. So um but that was also interesting too when you said interrupting um sleep patterns. I don't know why I could not sleep last night. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on, but I just trust God and look forward to um what he has for me. So thank you for that word. Wow. You're welcome. Bless you. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. Um, this is Rochelle. Um, your declaration was totally awesome. Um, I appreciate and the the encouragement hey. that will step out for me is to live in the expected place. Um, just hey. like we put up the scriptures that remind us, this, this is something that I'm going to put in a frame to help me keep wow. focused. Oftentimes, um, we get discouraged with things and things that we see naturally, but we know what God says spiritually. So I appreciate you. Um, and I love the way you display labels and how to remove them and how to place what God said. Even when you did 100 Days with God, um, last the last one, um, you did something with the chicken back. Um, so that just, mm. that I remember that. So I appreciate the way that you encourage people and how to remove labels and um, display what God said and who God said that they are. Thank you. Wow, thank you. Bless you. Good morning, God morning. Good morning, God morning. This is Jeff G. I didn't catch all your decoration, but I got um, most of it. And from talking about what you've been called or what you've been named from the past on up to the things you put on yourself, man, I, all I can say is, wow, and the whole time you're talking and the whole time God is speaking through you, the only thing, the only thing that I'm really seeing right now is I guess I can relate it to a washing machine where we separate our clothes. I don't care if it's food stains, grass stains, or work stains. You put all these clothes in the washing machine and it just washes all the way. All these things that, yeah. that, that, that's been on is I can see God just saying, okay, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's something somebody's been calling you, whatever it is that, that you uh, put on yourself, 
just put it in me, give give it to me, and I'm gonna wash all this away. And I'm just I'm just overwhelmed right now with this, man. I'm a, wow. This this was a blessing, uh, overwhelming overwhelming blessing. What's your name again? Jeff G. Well, Jeff Jeffrey Gaganis. Okay, Jeff G. I, yeah. I hear something yeah. for you. Um, and it is simple. I don't know. Uh, what this means to you, but the Lord mm-hmm. told me to uh, to just share with you that even Superman had to change clothes and become Clark Kent. Okay. You cannot be everybody's Superman. Okay. It's okay if you can't. It's okay if you can't run to their rescue all the time. Uh, God is about to give you a season of great rest, man. I received that. I received that. Bless you. That's you. That's you. Appreciate that. Hey, good morning, um, Apostle Pierre. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your um, declaration and the way you broke down uh, the prayer of Jabaz and um Wow, I've been hearing everybody on the call, and I've been fighting, um, resisting coming on the um, the line this morning, but I just felt compelled, and I would be remiss and almost um, disobedient if I didn't. Um, I really don't know what... uh, God has for me. I feel like a lot of times that I am fighting against some internal or generational pain or scorn that I cannot identify. I uh, feel like a lot of times when I'm praying to God and I'm asking him to reveal to me or talk to me, I don't know a lot of times whether I am, whether it's him or whether it's some other being or force trying to direct my life, but I do know that God loves me, so therefore I stay the course, right? I just keep pressing and waiting for his revelation in my life, and I'm dealing with... um, some immediate pain, but I feel like the pain goes back so far that I can't um, identify it, you know. Um, I think about my mother, and I think about my childhood, and um, I love my mother so much, and she had such a forgiving spirit. She was such a forgiving God-filled woman, and I know I've taken that on, from her because people have done things to me and hurt me and you know tried to spite me and but I don't hold it against them I don't I don't walk around angry I don't do any of that and right now it's like I just feel like I'm in this space but I can't identify it and I don't know what to do well the I don't first know. thing of So I want to give you something to read. I want you to go and read Jeremiah chapter 30. And I think it starts at verse number, um, 
me see, Jeremiah 30, and I want you to start at verse number 15. And then the second thing, uh, do you have a church home? Hello? Yes. I'm I sure do. you I do. I definitely do. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so I, w- I would definitely recommend, like, you getting with your first lady of the church or with your pastor. Uh, and so these are, those are some things that really would, uh, would help because I understand that place. And so one of those things that really helped me when I was in that place was literally being transparent with my pastor about where I am and what's going on with me. Because the reality is you can be loving, you can be forgiven, forgiving, but if you are not whole within yourself, it won't do you any good because you'll always find yourself going through that cycle. But uh, from what I hear, you are on a good path. I would just really recommend just getting with your pastor and just laying everything out there. But Jeremiah chapter 30, uh, starting at verse 15, really talks about how God desires to restore and heal your wounds. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. This is Sister Alicia, and um, this is my first time hearing Pastor Pierre, and, you know, my spirit has been filled with peace as you were speaking during your declaration, but there's some things that I've been dealing with in my family, you know, and my family never called me by my real name, and they still don't. You know, they call me by my nickname. My real name is Alicia. And when I tell them what my real name is, they still go back to my nickname. And the other thing that I've been dealing with is some issues around my father. And, you know, my father was an alcoholic, and then he got murdered. And just a lot of stuff that God has been bringing up for me to deal with because I feel like until I deal with all of that, I can't go forward. And it's been kind of tough because I didn't know that it was down in there. And it didn't start coming up until maybe about a month ago, a month and a half, when I started eat a new eating program where I'm eating healthy and losing weight and I almost feel like I was eating the food to stuff down the pain. And God is allowing me to now deal with it. And so I was so grateful to hear, you know, your message as well as hear your uh, prophecy because it, all I could do was raise my hands and say thank you. Jesus, hallelujah, because I felt God's power in you, you know, so I'm just grateful today, so, you know, I just pray that you continue in God. Thank you so much. I will, and I will be praying for you as well. You got this. Thank you. Pastor Pierre? Yes. Um, this is Catherine. I was um, I was um, and inhaling all that that's been um, said and um, great declaration. Uh, and the first thing jumps out. Wait, 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 Catherine. All that noise okay. in the background is about to kill us. Okay. Go ahead. It seems like it settled some. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first thing you said was uh, right product, wrong label. And that really had caught my attention because, you know, people 
always want to keep you in the space and, 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 and call you names that they see fit for them, you know, uh, towards me. And um, I know that I'm a, a child of God. I know I'm a woman of God. And also, um, you said something about um, why did he pray, you know. He prayed because he didn't agree. You know, I don't agree with those things. That it, but with me, I want to be able to pray harder and, and really believe that I'm not what individuals say or, you know, call you, uh, uh, you know, when, 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 when individuals say you're a witch, you're this, you're that, you know, when, when you say something that might not be, um, that might can be harsh to them or whatever, I'm not trying to say it harsh or I'm not trying to be harsh or whatever, but you know how people would, would put those names on you. And I'm like, I'm not that child of God, you know, it, it'll frustrate me that I'm constantly called certain things or people want to still see me in certain spaces that I know God has brought me out of, you know, and um, mm -hmm. I just um, love your declaration. It really helped me to um, to uh, encourage me to um, keep going, keep going, you know, expose how you say big, come out of agreement with some of those things and um, with all those things and uh and and just believe. I, I believe. I know I'm delivered from some things, and, and and I'm telling you, certain spirits are trying to keep me right there, or make me believe, or you know, keep me in the box where I'm I'm not I'm not expanding, you know. So uh, keep me in your prayers, please. I will. I will. I tell people all the time: Satan cannot do anything in your life that you don't come into agreement with. Amen. Thank you, God. As we're approaching the hour, is there one, maybe two more questions that we have prior to allowing um, Apostle to, to be freed from the line, released from the line? Anybody? Good morning. This is Rita. I didn't get all the decoration this morning, but I appreciate it because you touch on things what people call you and what you label and how they say how you be denied what you do. Because I ran from church for a long time and I got baptized. I was Baptist and I had in-laws that said that my family wouldn't like me because I changed to be holding it. But I combined the two and I enjoy it. But as people talk about you, you get less and less encouraged. And right now I'm at the point I'm less encouraged and during this quarantine, to me it's blocking my ministry because I can't get, I don't hear answers from God like I used to. Can you tell me a way to work this out? Uh, to work out not hearing God the way you used to? Yes. Okay, so um, the thing that I tell people about hearing the voice of God is, number one, um, sometimes we expect God to answer us right away. And, and what I'm about to say is going to sound really, really crazy, and I probably will touch on it when I do another declaration. But um, 
sometimes we ask, we, we expect God to answer a certain type of way. We expect God to answer in a certain timing. And sometimes uh, he doesn't. Sometimes he speaks loud through his silence. And so God is going to sound just like you. And so maybe the, the reason you don't hear him speak to you the way he used to speak to you is because you're used to him speaking that way. I know for me, I was so used to every time I asked God a question, he would answer. Every time I would say, God, what do I need to do about this? He would answer. And then it got to a point where I would say, God, what do you need me to do about this? And he would not answer. And <laughs> um, one, of, one of the things that I will say, and I'm, when I say this, I'm not talking in a riddle. But when have you, so when you, when you were in school, I'll give you this example. You were in school and you're in math class. Your teacher taught you that one plus one is what? Two. Taught you that one plus one is two. She taught you that two plus two is what? Four. Four. So one plus one is two, and two plus two is four. So when I come to your class as your teacher tomorrow, and I say, hey, it's a pop quiz, and you see one plus one and two plus two, do you already know that answer? Close to. So okay. Teacher, a teacher will never talk to you during the test because they've already equipped you. Okay. You get that? I'm hearing two different conversations, but I'm trying to keep up with you. Keep going. No, so I was saying that a teacher, meaning God, God is not going to talk to us when he's testing us because he's already okay. prepared us for, the, for what the outcome is. And okay. so some of the things, if you really go back and you think about the things that you're asking God, those are mm -hmm. all things that he's already equipped you for. And that's literally oh, what I heard when you said that you don't hear God the way you used to. The Lord said, it's not that I'm not talking to her. He said, she already has those answers. Okay. And so you. sometimes we walk around with keys on us that we're not using, but he's already given them to us. And so I really believe that you hear God. I believe that you hear God. And I think that sometimes you already have the answer. And he's just like, girl, you got this. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a blessed one. You as well. Amen. Final question, and then we will release the call. Anybody have a final question? Eric, go ahead and say it. Fine. We got a minute. And and you can ask him that. <laughs> Amen. Right. Apostle, we'll go ahead. Trying to get off mute. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Listen. Uh, Good morning. Outside. Uh, my name is, uh, uh, Eric Smith, brother Eric, everybody knows me. Um, I know it's, it's, it's late and I'm at work. I was just wondering, uh, I do have something I want to discuss with us, whether it, it's, um, I could hook up with you maybe through Facebook or, or even if, uh, Dion could, you know, give you my number. Cause I, I know what I have discussed with you may, it may take over, you know, the amount of time and I know you're a busy man. I don't think you're in California, right? No, no, I'm actually in Atlanta. But yes, that's fine. Uh, you can look me up on Facebook, Pierre Robinson, 
or I can get your information from Dion as well. Sure, that would be great. God bless you. Okay. All right. All right, Apostle, with that said, we'll go ahead and close the call out. Can you pray us out, please, kind sir? Yes, ma'am. Father, we thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for who you are, and for everything that you are to us, in us, and with us. Father, I thank you that even, Father, the declaration that went forth on today, God, we thank you that it was sealed in our hearts and in our minds. And Father, we thank you for this great season and this great time of expansion that is upon us really strong. Father, we thank you that you are enlarging our territory. We thank you, God, that you are teaching us how to let go of the things, God, that are false about who we really are. So, Father, we thank you that you are teaching us to expose the lie, Father. You are teaching us to evict out the label, Father. You're teaching us to extend our borders and to extend beyond where we are, Father. You're teaching us to experience your true healing and deliverance. And, Father, you are expanding us to new heights and new depths. And, Father, you are helping us to evolve into who you created us to be in the earth. And so, Father, I thank you for the planet shakers that are on the line. I thank you, God, that these will be the ones that will turn the world upside down. And Father, I bind every hindrance to their day. I bind every hindrance to what you're doing in their life. I bind every hindrance that comes to frustrate their mantles, their times, and their seasons. And I speak, decree, and declare, God, that they have everything in them, God, that they need to make it through this day and through this time. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Bless Dion and bless, God, even the staff. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen.